Welcome to another episode of Love Life Legacy. My name is Tisa Tsumutasa and I'll be your guide as we navigate life's biggest challenges from boys to books to bosses, you name it. Now settle in, let's have fun. Hi everyone. Welcome to another Sunday of Love Life Legacy. My name is Tisa Sobudasa and I'm joined by my husband. Yo, yo. Once again, Tisa <laughs> Sobudasa. Uh, before we get into this episode, I just want to um, highlight a few of the questions and comments we received from last week's episode. Mm. So um, last week's uh, topic was around compatibility, right? And a lot of the questions that came up, I just, there were so many questions, I just picked up the general theme. Uh, you guys will let me know if you want me to be specific, but to protect people's identities, I just summarized everyone's. So basically, most people started asking questions around the specific issues they have in their relationships. And most of the time, they're centered on bad communication. Like, it'll be my partner communicates in this way, which obviously rubs me off the wrong way. And is there a way, or does that mean that we're incompatible? And I obviously am not a, an expert yet. <laughs> I think not necessarily. Yeah. Uh, per se. Um, Some are glaring yeah, yeah, yeah. that you are definitely incompatible. Yeah. But some is just, it requires you to take the time to understand what type of individual your partner is. And if you're willing to, to, to put in that time, then, and, and you end up understanding their method of communication. Yes. And then you fit into that. Because most of it is communication. Most times it's either one person gives horrible silent treatment. The In other times, a person... Hey, silent speaks. treatment, yeah. You know, it's, it's brutal, right? Sometimes a person only speaks when, let's say, they've had a couple of drinks. Uh, and, you know, so sometimes it's the how they speak or when they choose to speak. Some speak only when the anger is so high. So, yeah, sometimes it's about just adjusting the communication. Mm. And it's hard because communication between partners is, is generally always emotive. It is. So what uh, we then decided to do is actually channel this conversation today to addressing some of the stuff. Because most of the time, we actually are just ill-equipped to deal with relationships. So the question um, that we're posing this week is, why? we suck at relationships as human beings. Do you get what I mean? Mm. Because we love love and Walt Disney has made a career out of giving us this fairy tale idea of love, but love isn't like that. And the reality of relationships is not Disney or Hollywood or Hollywood's romantic aspect. Like you're dealing with real human beings here. My mom always says that if God wanted us <laughs> to date and marry angels, he would have put angels here on earth so that we can marry them. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And it's become more difficult over the years. Back in the days, you know, uh, people's lifespans were like in their 30s. So they didn't have to endure a relationship <laughs> more than 10, 15 years. And now, people would go to war and yeah, come back. Now, you know? You have to press a good 20, 30, 20, 30, 20, 20, 30 years 
it's the standard. Oh, standard life. Oh, yeah. yeah. Life expectancy of a relationship. Yeah. And, like back in the day, there were no phones, so access was also limited. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Like, yeah. Before a person could go and work in the field. Now your video got where you at, babe? <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, Turn on the I video. <laughs> Thank God I'm not that person. <laughs> Why are you laughing like I am? What is wrong with you? Uh, what are you loving like that? Uh, let's move on. Man. <laughs> oh my gosh, like what is wrong with this guy? Anyway, um, nah, she's not. I'm really not. Maybe once before. Have I made you switch on the video? Yeah, I think so. Maybe one time. I don't really remember, but yeah. Do you remember or do you not? <laughs> no, no, not the specifics. Were you guilty or were you innocent in that moment? I'm always innocent. Come on. So you switched it on? Yeah, so she don't. I don't see. I think I was in traffic when we were still, when I was still, um, Pretoria, when we were still. Babe, we digress. We digress. Video calls were not a thing. (laughs) Children, you see, you're making it up. This guy. No, I have never. never Let's move on. I've asked you to video call. Anyway, uh, so the first mistake. Or the first reason why we suck because i did a lot of research I, I i looked up like around three or four psychologists just trying to understand like why are relationships so hard mm. right and the first one is that most people want to be with the right person who's perfect for them but sometimes you just have to find a real person so basically mm. a good enough person mm. when you're dealing with human beings here and people are not perfect mm. <laughs> and they say that it is rooted in childhood. When you have a child, when you're a child, you categorize people as good and bad. Mm. You know, there are good people, they're bad people. And the to mature as an adult, and sometimes people don't even get here, but as a mature adult, you have to understand that every single person has things that are good about them mm. and things that are bad about them. Remember that analogy. I, I'm not sure if I once, but uh, my brother was telling me about it, about relationships i think i've said it in your podcast before relationships are like two trees growing next to each other and as they grow they have these branches and they start scratching each other like in a relationship you know compatibility and well, one gets first time I'm hearing yeah one gets taller than the other takes too much sun and dwarfs out the other one so he was basically saying in a relationship it's a continual process of pruning the branches Oh, that okay. that that cra- that clashed the trees ah, and then you yeah. see the trees growing evenly together like this oh, but it takes a lot to prune the trees because you have yes. to prune yourself yes so that's yeah. like an element of compromise as well because you you have to take the decision to prune your tree yes. yeah and also you sometimes catch each other and prune each other exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> which is yeah, exactly. Okay, which brings me to the next point because um most of the time we we don't realize we think that love is an instinct but love isn't an instinct love is a skill right mm. and most of us don't know how to love the, the the one psychologist um i'll try to tag it in the description i hope i remember he spoke about how there should actually be a school of love and mm. obviously people will find it oh this is ridiculous but if you actually if we were to define love we would define it as the willingness to interpret another's behavior. Mm. So to love someone genuinely is to apply charity and generosity. That's profound. Yeah. Who's that? Of interpretation. I forget his name. That's why okay. I want to tag it. 
you have to offer that generosity of interpretation because most of us are in dire need of not just being loved but of being understood. Yeah. So if you understand my way of communication and you take the time to say that I know this person is not perfect, mm. but I am willing to to understand them and I'm willing to be kind enough to stop and actually see the bad parts. Mm. And come with a big scissor and try to And it's like, you know, like, I don't want to make this comparison, but it's like equating it to, you know, love is a business. It's like a business, like running a business. Sometimes you run it with emotions. Exactly. Sometimes you run it without emotions. With skills. Yeah. And, Sometimes and, and, you, you know, you focus on a particular part, like children. Yes. Uh, if you're married, if, you, uh, if you're in a situation like that. You, you so, definitely have to, like what you're saying, within a business, skill will get you much further mm. than instinct. And dedication. And, and dedication and willing to understand the numbers. Yeah. Not, not just the numbers, but to say, is my business being successful or not? Yeah. And moving on if it's not successful. Exactly. It's like a business. It's exactly like a business and saying, when I try, when I, when I shout, she closes off even more. So let me stop shouting. Let me work on that communication. Yeah. Here you guys are in your emails at work saying, best regards, I wish you are well. <laughs> but you'll never say it in your household, yeah. best regards, where, <laughs> you, where you hold your tongue. Where you hold your tongue. Yeah. And in a, in a space where you don't want to lose the relationship with your employer, you humble yourself. You humble yourself, you exactly. You withhold yourself. But at home, you want to just let loose. And you're hoping that's going to work out. <laughs> And we're hoping it's gonna work out and get you screaming and shouting. And that's the the other thing is that people uh, pretend as if love, like unconditional love. We don't want unconditional love. What we actually want is unconditional relationship. We want people to stick with us even when we're showing the worst versions of yeah. ourselves. And yet, love shouldn't be. Our that's love. The, that's what. Yeah. So our son interrupted us. <laughs> That's the reality of our life. One is on the uh, in my arms right now, <laughs> and the other two are outside. And oh, parenting doesn't stop. They want anyway. to all jump onto the podcast because exactly. they're always competing for mommy's time. <laughs> Even with me around, they compete. So okay, um, let's uh, take it from where we were, which was unconditional relationships. Yes, we want unconditional relationship, but that's not how relation how 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 marriage and partnerships are. There are conditions, there are expectations that are there. Mm. And when you start saying you want unconditional love in a marriage, you're actually basically saying that this person must just take you as you are and you can just do whatever it is that you want. And you can't. The same way in the workplace, your colleagues can have affection for you, but they don't need they can they still need to hold you accountable to your behavior yeah. and to your performance. Yeah. Same story in um and you've got, you've just got to choose how much of this you can handle. So if it's sixty percent and you get just what you need to stomach it out until he changes to the next t- and it becomes a seventy percent, then that's what. But you've got to find a medium. And I find that in relationships, people want eighty percent, ninety percent upfront. Yes. And they actually end up losing someone that who who would have become an eighty and a ninety. Yes. And that's where compromise comes in, right? Yeah. As a person compromises and understands you and learns you, like um, this one. Like um, the tree example. Like the tree example. As you're pruning, as you grow together, you start getting similarities. Yeah. And we suck at another reason why we suck at relationships. Um, let me get into my next point. 
is that what happens is that we strive to get perfection, right? When we're supposed to be striving to get a good enough partner, not a perfect one. So you can have, you can, so what he said is you cannot have perfection and company. To be in company is negotiating imperfection every day. Just yeah. like you're saying, right? You cannot be... You can't have an expectation that he's going to always be an A1 type of guy all the time. All the time. All the, he never drops the ball. She never or she never drops the ball. You know, you, you can't have that expectation. That expectation. And that's why when you have a 60, 70 person or an 80 person, you focus so much on the 20 that you lose out on the fact that this person actually has a lot of the qualities. So mm. instead, allow yourself to understand why it is a person is acting the way that they're that's acting. quite profound because because that's what we don't do right and um that's why they say to be in a good relationship a good long-lasting relationship you have to be a good teacher and not a, a good teacher about who you are how you're loved what you want from the relationship hmm. and it brings me to the next point why we suck at relationships is that we what we expect people to know what's going on in our minds without saying it that's why we sulk, right? Because yeah. then all that code language. Exactly, you be sulking and it's like, babe, is there is anything wrong? No, I'm fine. I'm fine, and then <laughs> she she even shrugs her shoulder. Yes, we're like, I know like, she's not fine. She's not fine. Yeah, I know she's not fine. Why she say she's fine? And now you have to now decode what the reason is. Mm. That you, so you have to. It's so exhausting mentally, though. It is, and you have to learn to also be the kind of person that can articulate that. Yesterday, when you did this, it rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. I would prefer that if you have a problem with me, you don't raise your voice. And you do that when the mood is... is, is, is it's right. It's right, yeah. Just like a good teacher. A good teacher doesn't uh, teach someone about who they are by looking down on them. Mm. If you're saying... Uh, if, you're, if you're making a person feel small, they're not going to be in the right environment to learn anything about yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to make the environment right for learning mm. so that's why um the good teacher aspect comes you have to know how to teach people and what does a good teacher do a good teacher sometimes dumps themselves down to speak in a language that and the a, person understands and the teacher himself is continually learning yes so he's not it's not like he 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 has everything or she, or she. oh maybe you and your feminist movement <laughs> yeah well i'm yeah. just saying he or she. yeah 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 you yeah. are talking about the male perspective but uh, uh, you have to look at it both ways. No, no, fair. Both, that's fair. That's both fair. people can contribute immensely, but, yeah. and men specifically don't are not very good at teaching people what's going on with them, especially on an emotional level. Yeah. Most of the time, because they themselves have never seen the example of that happening. Mm. Where a man can be vulnerable enough to say, because we're taught from you were socialized from a young age to be strong, don't cry, you know, don't be vulnerable, don't be vulnerable, and and that and those are the moments, the exact moments where you do need to, because that's what love goes against all of that, right? This is the part where you have to tell another human being that I need you. Mm. Old as I am, at my big age, yeah. I need you, and I, I I can't survive this life without you in it. You you matter to me. Yeah. That is, and that's the, the 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 issue right now with the independent woman, right? Because mm. you're trying to say I don't need a man, I don't need, but you do. You need a man. You know what I mean? You do need oh, companion. companionship. Yes, that's right. Not a man. Not a man. Per you, se. Yeah. yeah, you need companionship, 
and you have to learn to be vulnerable enough in that moment to say, I need you. And you need to put that seed and let it grow. Like that's that, that scene from that Denzel movie, uh, The Fences. Remember that lady when she goes all cray cray? She doesn't go cray cray, she cries. She has a she moment. Has a vulnerability yeah. Where she's where he's saying I really love that scene, by the yeah, way. Yeah, he's saying that I I uh, you know, my life has been hard and why don't you understand that my life has been hard? And she's like, mm. What do you mean? Because I put my seed in you. Yeah, and I've been, and I've right, been right there here. with you yeah, yeah. while you were going through those hard times and now you're gonna act like you're the one who's been struggling and yet yeah. I've been struggling with you. It is, it's quite a profound scene because She's asking to be seen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, another part is that. Oh, um, that was nice, but. Yeah. You actually, you actually, yeah, you love movies, huh? Don't you, I don't. I don't watch the movie. I watch the clip that you sent me. Oh, okay. <laughs> the yeah. Yeah. Am I trying to give you props? Yeah. No. 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 I just I watched the the movie the movie that that you sent. Anyway, the next part um why we suck at relationships is because we look down at compromise. We look at it as um, a weakness. Mm. Oh, they're only together for the children. Why not be together for, for the, the children? children? Yeah, That's a good reason yeah. to be together for the children, yeah. right? So uh, the you have to be willing to say, what is the... What is enough picture? for me to be okay with the bigger picture? And what is the bigger picture? Yeah. Right. And yes, absolutely. What is enough for me to stay? And the children are a good, very good reason. It's a big Jordan Peterson says the same. It is. It's a very, and it's something that society has now looked down on to say, don't stay for the children. No, stay for the children. If if this person is not beating you up or cheating on you or or, or you know like really making you putting you in too much pain stay for the children yeah. because you're not always and, and and we spoke about this that most of the time we strive for happiness when we should be striving for what matters in life to have had a good life is to have done the things that matter for example when your child is sick you're not trying to be happy in that moment you're trying to do what matters yeah, 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 yeah. what matters is that child must go to the hospital and quick and quick <laughs> and do what matters in that moment and most sometimes in our relationships, we're not going to get the happiness, but we're going to have to do the bigger picture. Yeah. What is going to matter? In that moment, as much as you want to throw something across the room and hit someone, look around, there are children watching, do what matters. Yeah. Stay in that level of consciousness where you can um, consciously say, what is my next best step in this moment? Yeah. Now, um, another psychologist uh, uh, that I love was saying that at the bottom of all our interactions with each other, there's our traumas, our childhood traumas, mm. right? And the funny thing is that when we're looking for partners, we're actually looking for familiarity in some To those childhood traumas? Yes. So think about when you look at your parents, you, you don't just get the good, right? You get the good and the bad. Yeah. And when you're looking for a partner, there's a part of you that wants um, a pain that you can handle. And the pain you've seen it. that you can handle is the pain that you've experienced. Yeah. So you have seen oh. you have seen your your parent being abandoned and left. And you've seen them survive it or deal with it. Mm. So you then pick distant you partners. Were, inadvertently you were trained 
Yes, yeah. for it. For it. Yes, yeah, yeah, you yeah. train for it and you end up picking partners that bring that kind of pain because that's a pain that you understand you, and you can and you can handle. Yeah. You've kind of accepted it that it's like that. Exactly. That's why some people like being beat on. Well, they can they handle it because they, they've seen it. They've seen it. They've seen it being they've seen people That's so sad them. though. It is, but this is what's happening in the subconscious mind. And this is why people struggle with change. When you're struggling with change, is because you're subconsciously there are things happening in your subconscious that are resisting the change. Consciously, I can say I want to um, quit drinking. But subconsciously, there are parts of me that are saying, but if you quit drinking, how are you going to deal with all of that stress? <laughs> <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So on the surface, I'm saying no. But there's a lot of resistance that is happening within me on a subconscious level that is stopping the change. Mm. And this is the part where people don't change because they're not dealing with all the stuff happening subconsciously. And, and picking what will make this thing work or not. It's like putting water into a, a, a car, a, a car that requires petrol. Or you pick, fellas, Valentine's Day is around the corner, right? Are you going to men's conference or are you staying at home? Yeah. Okay, so what's happening subconsciously and consciously? I'm a bit uh, lost. Because the point I was making was that there is a lot of subconscious resistance yeah. that happens. In, in 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 the human being which is the the reason why people don't change easily yeah so even if you might want to change or you might want the other person to change if they don't bring the subconscious to the conscious then they'll never be able to deal with the change mm. i don't know if i'm making sense you're making sense i i i, I was going on one of my tangents there i won't <laughs> i won't explain it maybe okay. i was just trying to be funny okay yeah you maybe were but it was good good Make good choices in, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in, in life. And when you are putting in, obviously, the alcohol, hence the petrol, the water in the petrol tank. In the petrol. It's you, no, you know you're going to kill it or you're killing the you, engine. The, the car won't move. The car yeah. won't move. But I'm hoping, that on a, I'm, I'm hoping that there's a resistance happening somewhere. That's why I was a bit confused because what I'm saying is yeah. that in life, there's conscious and there's subconscious. And a lot of the reasons why we don't change is because there's part of our subconscious that is resisting. Mm. And sometimes that resistance is stronger than the conscious. Oh, yeah, yeah, And for then sure. you end up not changing. So you find that a person can say it, but they won't do it because their body is conditioned subconsciously mm. to keep that. You know what I mean? So we do. I, everybody wants to exercise, right? Consciously, you're like, I know, I know eating healthy, it feels good. Yeah. But there's a part of you. That's that that like, that bring like, up those sweets. <laughs> exactly. That's like, but you know, when you eat the sweet, you feel so good. Why would you give it up? So you have to get to, and that's why people sometimes only change when the pain of continuing is so much bigger and it outweighs Life the subconscious. Yeah, 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 you find out that like oh, drugs and addiction. Exactly. Now, or now you've got diabetes, or now you're dying. Mm. Now you have to deal with the fact that subconsciously you're sabotaging yourself. And that's why they say it's not self-sabotage. It's just your subconscious resisting. Mm. It's going against what you, you know. And that's why it's so important that you take time to pray, meditate, bring these things up to the surface. Talk. Ask, you know, God to, or whatever you seem, you deem great in your life, to assist you in dealing with the parts of your subconscious that are sabotaging 
you moving forward. It's yeah. not the devil. It's you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's your friend. It's the devil in you. Yes. Because the there's the God in you and there's the devil. Yes. Stop putting hurdles in front of your dreams. Exactly. Let's... It's your own devil being like, why are we trying to go so fast? Yeah. You know? Because the thing is, um, the things that motivate people in life are fear, love, and sometimes pain. So you so so if you really if you really ask yourself like, why am I doing what I'm doing? And you might find that a lot of the stuff, you're not uh, stopping the drugs or the drinking or the chocolates because there's a fear of what you're going to lose if you yeah. if you, you do go on that journey. It's what you know. You're letting go of what you know. Exactly. Familiarity. Yeah. And even in relationships, how do you then, you're subconsciously choosing the relationships that bring you the kind of suffering that you're familiar to. Yeah, it's like you know that saying when they say the green is uh, the grass is greener on the other side, mm-hmm. but you keep on chowing on your side. You don't want to cross because you don't want to take chances on that other grass there. You don't know whether it's gonna be same as this. Exactly. Maybe this is actually what I like. Exactly. I don't want to go there, taste it only to it's come the, back. It's, it's, but most of the time, the grass is green on the other side. And change can benefit you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know that consciously, but subconsciously, you're like, mm, but what if it isn't? What if it's worse that side? What yeah. if that pain is so much worse than the pain that I know? No, that's a so, crazy way of flipping it. Yeah, because yeah, you do. And that's why I don't think that people have these problems in their relationships because they don't know. Most of the time, you know, the only thing that's sabotaging you is their subconscious. Yeah. And go there. Go in the, that subconscious and, and, and dig up all of that stuff, put them to the surface and say, what is it in me that keeps giving this person a second chance even though they keep beating me up? What is it in me that keeps accepting behavior that I know I deserve better from? Mm. And that, once you start going there and digging up and realizing that it all roots from your childhood, dealing with that nonsense and getting out of it. Do you get what I mean? Ah. Yeah. So yeah, um, there are uh, bigger questions when you are looking at why you suck at love, and one of the questions, and and more than that is when you when you're expecting someone else to change, ask yourself yourself questions more than the other person. Like, why why am I still here? What is it in me that is still here? Mm. And what broken part of me doesn't allow me to leave when I know that the relationship is at a certain point, mm. right? And then what part of my story do I want this chapter to mean? Yeah, because at different stages, it could mean many different things. Yeah, so as do I want this? Is this the defining part of my moment where I'm like, I'm going to now change and find a better love? Or am I staying and sticking it out with this person to, you know, and we're both going to evolve and be better human beings for going forward? Because most of the time, just because a chapter is really, really bad. doesn't mean you have to now commit to it and go all the way to the end with it. Sometimes, Bella, you have to now cut it and start. And go on to the next chapter. Go on to the next chapter. But sometimes, this is the chapter of reflection 
where you can both sit down. We've had moments like that where we both like are like, hey, are we pushing this coro or, <laughs> or are we fixing it? Don't you know? I know it. <laughs> <laughs> or are we fixing it and you know changing some tires, getting then, some wheel alignment? We get into our overalls and that's what <laughs> it requires. You get into that overall, you crank that oil. <laughs> Sometimes it'll spill all over you. <laughs> and deal with the mess, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get into the ugly parts of it, fix your car, and you move, keep going on your love journey, which is not the worst of options, you know? I think love is a beautiful thing. Um, just so that we don't go over our time, are there any final thoughts on why we suck at love? Um, not, not maybe uh, many or a lot of final thoughts, just that I think the overarching principle is you just um, allowing yourself to get to a point where, whether it's, if it's at the beginning of a relationship, asking yourself, what do I need? How much petrol do I need to get this car moving, right? And, and, then, and then working from there, building from there, and asking yourself at each stage of the relationship whether or not I'm willing to take on this next bit. Um, so, 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 yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know, babe. I think it's a super interesting topic, but uh, it's tough, man. Relationships are tough. Relationships are tough. For me, I think the final thought I would have is just remember that you don't always have to... Um, accept the full spectrum of a human being you should try to present the best the best version of yourself so that a person can accept you for who you are mm. yes we're imperfect but do not we are good and evil but your partners shouldn't have to experience the extremes of your evil and stay with you for that. Yeah. In fact, if you love someone and you want them to love you and accept you for who you are, what you should be doing is trying to work on yourself, trying to work on how you communicate, trying to prune and trim your own tree so that they can love you as best, the best version that you can present to them. Mm. Um, and yes, accept people, they're imperfect, but it doesn't mean you have to take it. You know, don't take all of that take on all of that pain i think we can especially as black people we we experience such oppression in let's say the workplaces and then you come home and that's where you want to let loose yeah. you know, you're never able to really express yourself to the master and then you want to go home and just now shout and be that bold and big and whoever person in the home mm. and we need to out we need to outgrow that you know, we need to just learn to start loving our people right, you know, showing black love in the way it was meant to be shown, you know, yeah. loving each other correctly. And yes, we suck at relationships right now because we're traumatized as a people and as individuals, <laughs> but we can do better. I have so much faith. You do. Anyway, remember to send your questions, your comments to lovelifelegacypodcast at gmail.com. A Swatini's version. Of Oprah, this is on Oh my word, yeah, let's <laughs> manifest that. <laughs> it's actually his best relationship podcast <laughs> featuring you should see. <laughs> featuring. <laughs> <laughs>
thank you so much guys for coming thanks guys uh, we appreciate all of you <laughs> bye well there you have it ladies and gentlemen uh let's see each other next week same time same place uh remember to like subscribe uh and share and if you're ever so kind please leave a comment either on your plat- podcasting platform or send me a direct dm or a whatsapp love you bye